Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger show in the morning. Though, by the time this comes out, it'll be night. So, shit. What do we do? I don't know. Do we? Maybe we should just schwall the roll call yeah, and see where that goes. Yeah, we should just schwall the roll call. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of the lion, Ultra Pink Caster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises, Kaiju Sentai, Ultra Ranger, Shrek! Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, and future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster, Otto Gar. And I'm your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster, Lane. Ah, it's so early in the morning, but not really. It's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's early for, for us. Yeah, but this is the only time that we could record this week, so. It was worth it. Yes. Worth every minute of it. Yeah, we got, we got ice caps, we got Timbits. Especially me for being up since 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, people, you have to understand, Gar is dedicated to the show. He loves the show. He will go beyond his limits to make sure everything is done right. Then I also hope that I have a Monster Energy drink. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good thing you bought, like, two, three of them. Yeah, we went straight for seven up to seven of them. Yeah. So, anyways, today we are talking about Ultraman Rube, episode 24, Ultraman X, episode 20, and SSSS Gridman, episode 7. Way to go, guy, you did. You know, I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting better at it. <coughs> uh, first bit of news, uh, before we actually get into actual news, I've been reading the Ultraman manga. Oh, have you? Yeah, I got past the point to where I was, like, where I left off. Mm-hmm. Well, not left off, but where it ended the last time that I was reading it. Mm-hmm. I'm now on chapter 31. Yeah, I'm on chapter 31, which is part of volume 5. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's very slow pace in which I can see the anime just using the entire story. Because not a whole lot happens in the manga. You know what? And you might you might enjoy it more as the as an anime because like you know it's like movement and like voiced and that, that, get that more I out will of admit, it. because the the majority of the manga is just a fight like is just fight scenes. Huh. So which it's like you have like three panels with like no dialogue or or like sound effects like whoosh or flump yeah. or swash or swash yeah. And uh, we saw Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say any anything else. Just, I saw Captain Marvel. Yeah, we saw Captain Marvel. Avengers Endgame coming out next one. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways. So, M78 online store or something. M78 online. Apparently, they sell Ultra, Ultra Series merch. Uh, in which they are releasing a Ultra Guard Emblem tie clip and pin 
from the third installment of the Ultra series, Ultra 7. Oh, cool. So you can get a pin of the Ultra Guard, in which I just realized now, the circle in the middle is the Earth. Oh, yeah, it is. It's the Earth. The Ultra Guard. Yeah, so it's the pins that like each of the members like use. I think they're also communication devices? No, no, that was only for... Uh, oh, that was only for the first one? Yeah, that was only for the SSP. That's or the, the that, SSSSP. That, that is the coolest fucking pin ever. Just like this cool pin, and then you put up this little antenna, and then you can communicate. Yeah! It's so cool. Uh, the Ultra 7 Guard Emblem Necktie will go for 3,240 yen, with tax included, while the Ultra 7 Ultra Guard Emblem pin will go for $2,160. So that's like 30 35 bucks for that pin. Mm-hmm. So if you're a huge fan of the Ultra Guard, oh, remember to have a full suit of the of the Ultra Guard outfit. Or no, 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 it was Seven Slugger yeah. that was like freaking fifteen thousand dollars replica of fucking Eye Slugger. Yeah, and then I just made the joke where like someone probably got that grafted to their head, <laughs> so they could just go shah shah. <laughs> Like that, and then someone else, and then they'll make zero slugger replicas, and someone will be like, "No, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the zero sluggers grafted in my head, and then I'm both seven and zero. Uh, the next news story is that Premium Bandai has announced various Ultraman Silver 925 rings. Okay. Oh, so- wait, wait, wait! Isn't there, isn't there like an Ultraman that like transforms using a pair of rings? Ace has a uh, two rings. That he, because there was meant to be like in the original series there two were two them, right? hosts. Yeah, there was two, and then and then the, maybe in Mabius and yeah, onwards it was, it was, it was just, just yeah. yeah, just one. I don't know what happened to the other one. I wonder, I wonder if they made rings of uh, Ace ones. Uh, from what I see, it's only just the new generation era people. Oh, but they're all based off color timers. Yeah, well, for Orb, you got the Orb ring. <laughs> the that, Orb ring ring. Gar, there you go. If you're ever gonna propose to a woman to marry. Give him the orb ring. We can become the perfect fusion of husband and wife. <laughs> oh, 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 there you go. That's the perfect line. Just like, <laughs> like I need my fusion. <laughs> and then uh, Jeed, you also have one for Jeed, which is his color timer chest. For Rube, you got his two look. Uh, you got Rosso and Blue. Rosso's in like a copper color or bronze, probably. You could say it's the ground form. This is the ground form, probably. <laughs> and there's also one for Ultraman Groove, where it's three emeralds? Or do you things? Uh, three, like three. Gold. Mm-hmm. Or, three jewels. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's hot pink gold. Oh, Rosso's okay. ring is. Wow. Oh. Oof, actually read this. <laughs> uh, the rings are made of silver 925 and blue topaz. Oh. Coming sizes 9, 11, 13, 15, 17, 21. Oh, okay. Because uh, Kelly's ring size is 13. So. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's looking very enthused to wearing those rings. Oh, okay. I was wondering, it's like, oh, there's also an Ultraman Ginga one. Cool. Cute. And the Orb one. The Orb one's really actually cool. Which one's this? The six item is the old. No. Um, the Orb logo design. Oh, okay, it's the logo. It's Orb's logo. Yeah, it's the Orb logo. That's why I was wondering. Wait, wait, that's the Orb ring, so which one's this? That's neat. Yeah, they're all cool. Do they all... And, of course, there's an Ultraman Belial. Yeah, there's a Belial one. No, wait. Yeah, Ultraman Belial. Fuck yeah. And then... Oh, my goodness. There's so many... Jugglers Juggler has one. Fucking God! 
There are there are a lot of rings. There are a lot of rings. Uh, pre-orders are being accepted. Oh no, the pre-orders are already over. <laughs> uh, these things are expected to ship out of May of 2019. There is no pricing that I see. Uh, they're probably like decent links. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Right. So like this one's like twelve thousand nine hundred sixty yen. So I think they all have like individual prices depending yeah. on what kind. So yeah, they're they're expensive. Yeah, they're, like between like. 150 to like 200 dollars so because jewelry is not expensive or not uh, cheap no sorry we can even go ask redcaster because he's the only one that actually bought a damn proposal ring or engagement ring right next news story uh sssss gridman union by otx music video blu-ray and dvd promo has streamed Cool, so they're making a music video. Yeah, it's a music video and a making of a music video. Okay. Uh, Union will be available on Blu-ray and DVD on March 20th. Both versions will include a making of music video. And the Blu-ray will go for 3,000... Or the Blu-ray and DVD will both go for 3,000 yen. Okay. Don't care. <laughs> All right, biggest news story. Erm McGurr. SH Figuarts Ultraman Ginga was shown off at the Tamashi Nation Shanghai event, and he looks good except for the yellow eyes. I was gonna say, I was about to mention, like, I like the eyes on him. They're nice. It's just, I don't know, the yellow eyes look, again, maybe it's just maybe because it's, it's a prototype. Yeah. But no, he looks good. It does look good. I like the translucent plastic they used for blue. Mm hmm. Well, it's not even like translucent plastic. It's like cyan color. That way it gives off the idea of it being translucent. Yeah. It still looks, it still looks really nice. Though. It should come with like interchangeable like uh, pieces so you can like change it to its different colors. Oh, that would be neat. Like Ging, a Ginga Comfort or Ginga Fireball. Yeah. So if you just want to have Layton pose in that one attack he did that one time and just... Bam. Lightning Thunderstrike. No, maybe that's the reason why. Make, make the Ginga color set. You, you know, they actually did make Spark Dolls of, like, it was a set of, like, Ginga in all the other colors that he was in. Wow. Yeah, uh, so far, we don't have a release date yet well, for uh, the Ultra SH Figuarts of Ultraman Ginga. But uh, there were also, there was also a few other things that were shown off. In which or that were also hinted at the event, uh, two of them being Ultraman or Burnmite and Hurricane Slash figuarts that we saw way back in 2017, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And then apparently a Ella King armor for Ultraman X was also shown off, but only Ginga so far has been shown off. I do remember seeing an image of Burnmite and Hurricane Slash. They could just be for display only. Hopefully, we do get them as SH figuarts. I mean, like, you already made Space Jam Superion. You already made... Thunderbreaster. Thunderbreaster. Might as well make the other two. Yeah. Because there's going to be that one guy who just, like, is dying. Dying to, like, have a complete set of, like, orb mm. in his forms. So. Or, like, you know, people have other favorites. They don't always go for the big, like, the big forms. Yeah. Alright. Uh, the other... A thing that they showed off at Tom Nation's Shanghai event is the Bemstar armor for Ultraman X. That's fucking cool. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing this. This looks dope. I love the shield. It looks so good. 
he looks so poseable with it too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the great thing. It like doesn't like hinder hinder his like articulation. And which that's what I love about X so far with these SH figures. It's you don't have to buy another figure. You just hey, you want the Bemstar armor? Well, you can buy it on its own. Because that's what it is. It's just armor, just detachable armor. Yeah. So like, good good job, Tomashi Nation. Uh, uh, so far there is once again no uh, release date for this. Uh, but people are saying that they it possibly may lead to a re-release of Ultraman X with the Bemstar armor. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, more details uh, show up for this figure. Hopefully, we get the Zeton armor. That would be cool. I want just all the armors because, well, spoilers in the Ultraman X finale, he does something called hybrid form, oh. where it's all the armors together. Oh, fucking god! You know, I, I hope they make a figure arts of uh, Cybergomera and then like pose them with the X that Cybergomera cool. armor. That'd be awesome. You know what would be cool to see? Freaking um, Exceed X Beta Spark Armor. The movie exclusive form. Okay. That was cool. I can't wait to see that movie. So, Lane, you want to talk about the next thing? <sighs> so, like, like, like with Ichi with, like, laser level 3 and stuff like that, just, like, I've, I've been, I've been dying, dying for them to make an Ultraman G magnificent form figure, and... Oh my god, they gave it to me! It finally happened! It's finally happening! SH Figuarts Ultraman G Magnificent not only was shown off at the Tamashii Nation Shanghai event, but is so far the only figure from the event to get a release date. Like... And he comes with the G Claw. Look at that! Look at that one picture right there! Like, oh my god! He looks so beautiful. And look, there's a picture of Riku fucking holding him. Ain't I magnificent? Yeah, really. So, uh, like, if you guys don't remember this, this form debuted in episode 12 of Ultraman Gene, which me and Gar, like, consider to be, like, the best episode in the entire series, because mm-hmm. it was just so fucking good. And, like, I had my, I had my kind of, like, eh about this form when we saw scans of it, but then episode 12 happened and showed up and I was like, Oh, I take everything back. <laughs> oh, this form I remember awesome. that. I was like, I like it. You're like, nah, it looks stupid. It looks like banana arms or yeah. something. Episode actually happens. So good. It's so beautiful. So, like... It's a premium Bandai item. I don't give a shit. I, I need this fucking <laughs> figure. It's so goddamn pretty. Uh, it'll go for 7,020 yen. Oh, yeah. So it's probably going to be like at least a $9,800 figure, but like... Oh, oh, it's so pretty. And it's coming out in August. Yay! Uh, and like I just mentioned, it'll be coming with a G-Claw. Eh. Maybe hinting at... Uh, bur- not burning. Um, solid burning? Yeah, solid burning Acro Smasher in the future. I would like an Acro Smasher figure. Just like just for one to be a thing. Because Acro Smasher is fucking pretty. So if you, I feel like once they got all the main... Like new generation era Ultraman out. Now they're gonna go for like all the versions that people don't really care for. I mean, go for. Okay, so you made Magnificent. Can we please get Victory Knight? I want Victory Knight. I mean, it's easy. It's just a simple repaint. Exactly. Pro- the, the, probably a premium Bandai item the, in the, the future. Timber flute. I want the Timber flute. Oh, the Night Timber. Yeah, the Night Timber. The Night Timber. But yeah, like just. 
Oh, oh it, it does it's, look it's gorgeous. So pretty, love just like because I always didn't think I'd like it at first because of like the giant horns, but like he just it makes it work. Because like this is a fusion between Father of Ultra and Ultraman Zero, so like, and God, it's just fucking awesome. Just put put a put a brother's mantle on him and like perfect. It's perfect for him. I don't think the shoulders will allow a brother's mantle. Oh, I'll make it work. <laughs> So, yeah, so there we go. Ultra G Magnificent, it's happening. I'm so goddamn happy. Gar, Gar what, what, what Ultra figure do you want to happen? Which one do I want? Uh, yeah. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a Lightning Attacker figure of Ultraman Orb, which is it's the fusion between X and Ginga because that's one of my favorite fusions of his. But standalone, I probably wouldn't mind seeing a fig for new generation wise, a figure arts of. Ganga Victory. Okay. Because I feel like that figure, like that form, doesn't really get a whole lot of love. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too big on it, but uh, it'd be cool. All yeah. right. And our last news story for today is that the Ultraman Rube movie came out in theaters and it debuted at number nine at the Japanese box office. Okay. Good. Look at that fucking screenshot right there. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the glorified CGI in this movie. People were talking about. Hmm. Yeah. So number nine. That's pretty good. That's like not bad. At least it's in the top ten. This news article doesn't even mention whether or not how much money it made. Well, it's still in theaters, so like it probably. Yeah. Well, once it once it's out of theaters, then they'll make. Uh... Then we'll see. Then, then we'll see how much money you made. All right. Go, no, what are you doing? Here we are. Okay, so, so number one, it's the the, the latest Doraemon movie. Doraemon, yeah. Movie two, it's I am a flying of Saitama. I am flying of Saitama. Number uh, three, Green, Green Book. Book. <laughs> uh, Carrier. Which is um Clint Eastwood's recent movie. And Spider Man's Spider Verse. <laughs> Spider Verse. I think it means Spider Verse. Yeah. All right. Um, Number six, my girlfriend is a wizard. That actually sounds Number cool. Number seven, Bohemian Rhapsody. Man, why do they have all the Oscar movies? Number eight, Eye of Fortuna. Number nine, Ultraman Rube. And it apparently beat the Psychopath, Psychopath Sinners of the System, Case 3. Oh, yeah. But let's see here. That day, no, like this debuted this week. So let's see here. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Spider Verse just came out in Japan. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And uh, so did Carrier. Which I think that had a different name over here for oh, Eastwood. I wonder who they got to voice uh, Penny Parker in the Japanese dub. Oh, I want to hear. I want to hear. So one, two. So it came in number three for new releases, at least. That's not bad. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie because spoilers. Me and Gar, we watched the finale of Rube, and next week we have a lot to say about it. Oh yeah, we got lots to say. It's like it's like. I'm using all of my willpower not to talk about it this episode. Because <laughs> I want to talk about it, goddammit. But anyways. But anyways, let's at least talk about part one of the, of, finale. Of the finale. Yeah. Alright, episode 24, I am happy. I am happy. Oh. I mean, well, were, was anyone happy? I was. <laughs> oh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Oof. That, it was a really good episode. I liked it. 
I'm, I'm grabbing a Timbit because it's the morning talk show. Yeah, I need a Timbit. Ah, thank you. Ooh, birthday heat. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ultra Ranger. <laughs> um, so yeah, Louis Sykes here. That fucker's powerful. How powerful? Nothing affects him. It's just every attack, every punch, every kick, every laser beam. Like it doesn't even phase him. Like just Saki. Saki turns into um, Gregory Regina, and Re- just Regina, whatever, and just like tackles Lugosite, but Lugosite doesn't even budge. He's just like, like he is Gar- that stone wall. Yeah, like me and Gar just gave him like this like really like uptight British accent, and we're just like, excuse me, what do you think you're doing? How I'm, dare you? Dare you? I'm Lugosite. I expect to be treated fairly. I, I can never do a British. So action. like he he's like he's like this weird like dragon scorpion kaiju, and he's like, but he's like he's really awesome. Like he looks, he's like very like majestic. Come at me, brothers. Come hither, me bros. <laughs> Roses. Hug me, brother. <laughs> anyways, like. This guy's no fucking joke. No. He's super powerful. Where's and he has, like, this, like, tail attack where he, like, flings his tail and then summons, like, these fucking giant, like, quills and just throws them at you. And I'm like, God. One of the scariest part of all, hmm? this guy doesn't even talk. Nope. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't roar. Because he's a kaiju. Just. He's, like, a godly kaiju. Just. Could you imagine if he did talk? Well, again, we already made the joke that yeah. he, he would be British. Yep. How dare you He'd be voiced by Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> that's, that's just the voice. That or Jason I, Jason Isaacs, who played uh, uh, Lucius Malfoy. Hmm. That's how I hear. So, yeah. You Ultraman just everything's going on. Freaking uh, Katsumi and Isami are down. Mio's trying to figure out another way to beat Lugosite. Saki's just being like, uh, God fucking kill. Gotta get the Batman. <laughs> Gotta do this for my bros. For my bro bros. So then, um... So yeah, Mio, Mio's, like, in the Eisen Tech uh, building, and she's trying to figure out, and then she finds, like, a secret project that apparently Eisen was working on, and so he tries, she tries to, like, but uh, there's a password, so she's like, she's like, oh, come on, darling, we're, we're long-time buds, aren't we? Can you tell me the password? Nope. No. Nope. And she's just like, freaking tightwad. <laughs> Not, like insults her. I, I think it would have been a tiny bit better if Darlin was, I guess, had be like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Because you need to fucking leave. <laughs> Freaking world's about to come to an end. Why are you still doing this? Well, Darlin doesn't really care like what happens. She's just doing her duty. So it's just like my I was programmed to not give away the password to Aizen's secret project. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so she starts reading like all the proverbs Aizen said at, when he was around the in the series. Yeah. It's like nothing's working. And she's just like, wrong, wrong, wrong. What pain? Ding, ding. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, so apparently it was what a pain. Yeah, what a pain. <laughs> because that's like something Aizen always said all the time. He's like, ah, oh, what a pain. <laughs> It's a Jap- it's probably a Japanese thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, like this episode really like focuses around like just like especially the Minato family because you know, uh, apparently Mio like asked Ushio just being like, 
like take their gyros, make sure they don't become Ultramen because we need to protect them and stuff. And like this whole episode is pretty much just establishing the fact that like Isami, uh, Isami and Katsumi, they're not children. They're they're grown adults. They make decisions for themselves and stuff. And this is they want to save the, the mm-hmm. city from Lugosite. They want to stop him. In which they even explain it to their dad. It's like if we don't do anything, that's it. That's it. Game over for all of us. Yeah. Like, we, everyone dies because you are treating us like children. Yeah. Do you really want that on your conscience when you die? That you're the one that hold us back because you want to protect your kids. Yeah. Which I get where he's coming from. Like, he's been out, like, he's been out out of the circle this entire series, and now that he actually knows... No, he's not gonna let them do this. No, because it's 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 every it's every instinct of a parent where they're like they'll protect their children no matter what the cost. My baby. Yeah, like I'd be I'd be the same way if I had kids. So I'd be the same way if I had kids, or in that case, I would probably leave because apparently I'm a jerk in the story and just left and never came back. But that's because I was doing a mission with gods. One of, one of my associates yesterday, we were like talking about like her birthdays and stuff, and she was one of my associates. It's like, oh, I was born in like nineteen ninety nine. I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I, I was born nineteen eighty nine, and she's like, she's like, wow, you're old enough to be a dad, and I just like burst out laughing because I've never thought of it that way. And I was like, wow, I'm old enough to be a dad. <laughs> I think I was like, I think I might be around the age where my dad became a dad. Okay, I'm not sure. Huh. But anyways, um, no, no, a few more years. So yeah, so Mio finds out what the secret project is, and it's pretty much like something called like the collider. Yeah, it's like a large collider type of. Yeah, so it's like this device. large, like giant, like dimensional portal device where like you just summon this giant portal, but at the sacrifice of like the tower breaking half. Yeah, and like going with, with it. So they're trying, so again, they're trying to do what I've been kind of predicting, where instead of defeating Lugosite, they seal Lugosite away because they feel that's the only thing, option they have because he's so powerful. Yeah. So which, apparently Aizen may, might have possibly had the idea of going to other dimensions. Yeah, which then we thought of like Oh my god, what if just this whole time, he, the reason he became an Ultraman was so he could go find Orb and just meet Orb. Hi, I'm a huge fan of yours. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Why the fuck does he look like me? Yeah, dude, it's like strap. Fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's what Eisen was trying to do. He was pretending, like, learning to be an Ultraman and, like, fighting kaijus and stuff. That he, like, brought out onto the city so he could have stories to tell Guy and be like, Oh, yeah, I saved the city from, like, this one monster. His name was, like, Ouroboros. He was, like, a real piece of shit monster. But, like, I kicked his ass. Saved the city. Everyone loves me. Guy love me. So, like, that... <laughs> no, love- I'm the Ultraman. Guy love me. <laughs> That's got to be the title of the episode. Sure. Yeah. So, I'm the Ultraman. Guy love me. Guy love me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, so I, my, I like to believe that was Aizen's goal, was just, he did all this to become an Ultraman stuff and learn, like, dimensional travel so he could just impress Orm, because he, he loves him so much. 
So, there you go. Good job, show. You gave the villain such a simple goal, uh, like goal but it was fantastic. So, anyways, um, Ushio decides to drive the Manala brothers to... To the, back to the city because they're in the outskirts. Yeah, they were about they were about to like run there or something, and then it's just like get in, drive you there. And luckily, they just missed the force field that uh, Darling put up because um, Saki gets Saki gets Lugosite to come into the area that she needs them to be. And which, holy crap, that's a lot of copper wire for like a force field. Yep, never have too much copper. Yeah. Then hits the restraint beam on Lugo's site. And as she's like charging up the ray energy and using the kaiju crystals, you're like, that's right. But she's not planning on like firing. She's waiting for Lugo's site to strike her to just blow up. Yeah. Just boom, taking me with you, you motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and then just like. Uh, so then, yeah, the the, the brothers, whatever, they, like, t- transform into Rosso and Blue. And, like, they they go, they jump in front of uh, Saki. And then, like, she just gets this kind of, like, realization where, like, she's looking at, like, them from behind, uh, whatever. Or, like, they're, she's, in, like, behind them. And she just remembers her, their, her brothers. And, like, you see kind of, like, silhouettes of them, like, in, like, their human... Form, human form and she like looks over and it's just like you know we got like like we'll we'll protect you Ben's PTSD there and so, then she, yeah and then that's when she just like realizes she's like oh I need to protect them I need to protect my and then yeah just fucking Lugosite just summons this giant fucking beam but bef- uh, I think before that Oh yeah, Saki does let go of all the ray energy and the crystals, so that so like when she does get hit, she doesn't explode. Yeah. Well, at least explode the planet. Yeah. Um. So then, like immediately, like Asahi just like fucking runs to her because, like, you know, she's so upset. Like Asahi's still here. <laughs> yeah. So like Asahi's so upset because she like doesn't want Saki to die, and she's just like she's, she's my best friend she, in the whole world. Yeah, she's like Suchan, Suchan, and so like Saki's just like she's holding Saki, and Saki's just looks up her, and she's like, "My name is Gregory." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out she like her name is actually Grigio. Yeah, and I was just like, "I was like, her name's Gregory." <laughs> oh my god, Saki's a dude. Well, like it makes sense, like because she transforms into freaking like. Uh, Grigio Bones, so, like, that's, like, her form that she transforms into, so. But, like, it was really sad, and she's just, like... It was sad, and honestly, just fast and to the point. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't dawn on it, they didn't, like, they didn't dawn on it, they didn't show, like, clips, she didn't have this long speech, it's just, my name was Grigio. You have to help your brothers protect the world. Here's my gyro. I was happy with you all. Yeah, she's just like happy. And she's like happy. And she like smiles and disappears. And no, like well, carves. No, tokusatsu, uh, tokusatsu cliche number whatever. When people die, they don't actually die. They turn into particles for some reasons because we can't show a dead body. I think. Unless, unless you're Sid from Gaim. 
crushed between two pillars. Um, yeah, so, like, for me personally, Saki wasn't the greatest villain we've ever gotten in Ultraman, but she was very, she was, she had, like, a purpose, and, like, you know, she... We, we may have harped on her just, like, a bit too much. But her, her, like, she cared, and, like, she had, mm-hmm. she had, she was very fixated on what her goal was, and she was, like... You know, you felt for her by the end. Like, you realize, you, you, like, she made you realize what she was trying to do. And, like, even though it wasn't the best way to, to go at it, you know, she had the best intentions in my words. It's just like, this, this creature cannot wreak havoc on the universe. Like, we need to stop at any cost. So, like, and to quote the Avengers Endgame second trailer, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah. So. You may not have been the greatest villain, Saki, but by the end, you you had my respect. So, like... I salute you. I salute you. <laughs> you ain't no jugless juggler, though. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it was really it was really sad to see her go. So, and, like, it just, like, it, it was amazing. It was so sad just to see just Asahi just, like, just sitting there, just, like, broken. All, just her greatest friend in the world. The one thing she didn't want to see turned to dust. And when she disappeared, she like dropped like her the orange candy that like Asahi gave her. <laughs> we're we're both like, oh! we're both thinking, please don't turn to a crystal. Please yeah. don't turn to a crystal. Like because like she like she let, she gave uh, Asahi her gyro before she disappeared or whatever like that. And so I'm just like she's holding, like just looking at the candy. I'm just like if that turns to a fucking crystal, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. But now we're looking at the gyro, and it makes sense as to why like Asahi is yeah is Asahi, uh, which. Now I'm wondering, was that supposed to be Saki's Ultraman form? I guess so. Quite possibly. That makes sense. Especially since it's called Ultraman Grigio, and that's actually her name. So that was her Ultraman form. Guess she She did have one. Cool. Cool. I guess she just preferred turning into Gregory. Why turn into something weak when you could turn into something that shoots freaking laser beams? Shit! <laughs> no. Those are freaking sharks with laser beams. It's fucking Ultraman with fucking Schwaz attached to their hands. <laughs> uh, and which, yeah, the episode ends with Asahi screaming out Saki's name. <laughs> which leading into the finale. But we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, God. And as this is the last episode before the finale, there is no Rube Crystal Navi. Nope. We gotta use all the time we can to get a good story out there. We ain't got time for that shit. We don't time for that Rube <laughs> Crystal Navi. So anyways, um, pretty good episode. I loved it. Good start to the finale, yeah. Good start to the finale. Well, last week was a good start to the finale, but overall, pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, speaking of which, let's get into the prelude of the Ultimate X finale. So, yeah, episode 20 Bond Unite. Yeah, so. Ultimate Nexus showed up. <laughs> 
showed up. Fucking, this episode, I was not expecting a lot of things happening, and they just... <laughs> so, okay, let's just get into it. Fucking Canada's in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So Tachibana's family apparently needed to, like, move away because, like, a kaiju attacked them when, like, they were, like, living together. Oh, no, 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 that was a vision. Oh, that was that, a vision. Okay. Yeah. So, what do they do? Her family moves to fucking Canada because... There, there are, are no, no kaijus in Canada. Yeah, yeah, there's no kaijus in Canada. No, we only got Trudeau. Oh! Actually, more like Doug Ford. Zing! Just Trudeau's not a bad prime minister. Uh, he is dead. Looks like Kylo Ren, though. That's, that's probably why I like him. <laughs> he does look a cat driver. Like uh, uh, my coworker thinks he looks like uh, Prince Eric from uh, or yeah, Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. I guess so. But yeah, so and like it's amazing. Like when we get like this scene of just like seeing like Tachibana's family, like her daughters, like in Canada, just like they're they're by like a lake, so, like a lake with like trees and then there's like a log cabin with trees and, then, and high grass and then, and then here, here's how you know it's canada there's a canoe by that cabin and it has the canadian flag on it. that's how you know they're in canada so so does that mean in 20 in december of 2015 when we were doing deck december there was a kaiju fight in like the on like the other side of the of the state of the country. I guess so. Because I'm assuming they didn't move far into Canada. Like they yeah. probably moved to like Vancouver or something. Yeah, I like to say they're like BC area, maybe near the Rockies. Because that's that's where it looked like. It yeah. looked, looked like BC. Yeah, it looked like BC because like what? Why go far? And, into and Canada? you know what? That makes sense because BC is near Japan. Yeah, it's like from, it's like, like a, a few... cheap fucking like hundred couple hundred dollar flight over to Japan. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Apparently, a flight to Japan from Toronto is like thirteen hundred. Yeah, but if you go from BC, it's but, like, but it's like a one-way trip. Yeah, though. but BC, it's from BC, it's like a couple hundred dollars. I know, lucky. Um, uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, because they just need to go over to Pacific. So, yeah, so this is like a Tachibana-focused episode. And I'm actually glad. Like, I'm glad that we're kind of like that. That's what I like. Every character, well, except for Takaru and what's her face, Shiaki. Yeah, they like every other character's gotten like an episode about them. And, like, we get really deep into them. So, like, you know, uh, Kamiki was about his daughter and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Walter was about this chick who he, like, liked. he liked since he was a kid. And, like, uh, and Hayato, also Hayato was also in that. Well, uh, like when it comes to Walter and Hayato, you kind of need them both together. Yeah, because they're, like, they're a duo, so. Uh, closest episode I think of Wataru by himself is with his brother in the rugby episode. Yeah, the rugby episode. Yeah. Um, Asuna, episode three was her character development episode because it was like, oh, just because, just because I'm a tomboy doesn't mean I want, that doesn't mean I don't want to act girly sometimes. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I have dreams too. I want to get married. I want to have kids. Don't get laid. Not in the same time. <laughs> not together. And not, and not in that side of order, maybe. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so, like, this, uh, kaiju, like, or, like, these space beasts. Yeah, these, they're called, like, which space beasts. These, these, these things were cool. Like, I actually really liked them. So, and, like, they're trying to decide, like, when they encounter them, it's just, like, it's, like, are, it's like do we capture them, or do we, like, just put them down because, like, they're so dangerous? And which, then, like, Daichi scans like, it with his exavisor, apparently. This thing has no actual brain. No, they're just, like, mindless, mindless beasts. Yeah, they just... They're zombies, yeah. In a way, uh, well, not zombies. They're just more instinctive. So, like, you know, like they're more. They're, they're, they're like a wild animal. Yeah, it's so. like, and it's like just 
Don't waste time. Just, yeah, just fucking kill shoot them. the kill. Yeah, just kill them. So then, like, uh, yeah, so they find this woman who's, like, trapped by, like, a space beast, and then, like, the, a building gets, like... Well, they're in a parking garage, so, like, the upper floor gets, like... It collapses. Collapses on them, because the super beast comes down straight onto Yeah. Them. And so Tachibana's, like, trapped with this woman, and then, like... She can't know, reach her uh, blaster. Yeah. And then just... She's like, oh, my God. And, like, during this, this is where it's, like, really fucking tense. She gets a a, a video call from, from her daughter... And, like, apparently, fucking Vemular is attacking in Canada! <laughs> <laughs> fucking, of all the kaijus to attack in Canada, fucking Vemular? Come on. Vemular's alright, but... Who have you chosen? Um, and keep in mind, this has to be with a kaiju from, like, the early Showa era. Dinosaur Tank. <laughs> dinosaur Tank! I just love to see Dinosaur Tank just... Fucking treading down Canada, just do, 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 do. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I destroyed the capital. Although it's perfectly fine. Wait, Toronto's not the capital. <laughs> just all Facebook. Oh my god. Um. Uh, so yeah. So, so she like her daughter. One of her daughters like hurt herself, hurt her head or whatever. And so like Tachiman's like giving her daughter like telling her what to do, just being like, like, oh, turn her head over so, like, she doesn't, like, throw up on herself or something like that. So, she's pinned down, can't reach her blaster, two super beasts are after her, a civilian is still stuck there, and now her daughter's, like, her family's in trouble because of kaiju attacking Canada. What the fuck? Worst, it's not even nine o'clock yet. <laughs> what the fuck, X? It's not even lunchtime. This, this is a normal day in Zio. <laughs> oh, it must be a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was Tuesday. Oh. Um, so just yeah, and like she's telling her daughter what to do, like to like help her help her other her sister and stuff like that, and it's like you know turn her head so she doesn't like throw up or anything like that, and like okay. like apply pressure. Like is she bleeding? No. Okay. Like where's your father? It's like oh she went to go get he went to go get water, and so then um, I guess Ultraman Noah just said fuck it. So, then all of a sudden, like, this thing appears in front of uh, Tachimana, and so I'm like... Uh, the Evolve Truster. Yeah. So, and she uses it, and so at first, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, she just, like, summoned Ultraman Nexus to, like, come help. No, Tachimana turned into Nexus. I was like, what the fuck? And flew to Canada. Flew to Canada. And beat the crap out of Bemular. Never ending sh- shit out of fucking Bemular. And just like. And what's funny is like, you can still hear like Nexus is grunting. Sure. Yeah. And just like, so like, yeah, Nexus like destroys Bemular. And then just like, you see like uh, her husband, I guess. And like, it, he, like, it was her husband. Yeah. He like looks up at her. And I guess he like knew it was her somehow. Ultra fact, the father-husband of Captain Tachibana is actor Takuchi Kawakuma, who played Komon Kazuki, the last character to the host, be the host of Ultra Nexus. Yeah. That was her husband? Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Okay, because what, apparently what you were telling me was, the thing with Nexus is he doesn't have, like, a, like, main host. Yeah, he doesn't. It, he, he's kind of like the Kaiser power set of Ultraman. He's like, he's like... He's there like, are various he's, users. He's like a Shurikenjir of Ultraman, just, like, every single time. Yeah. <laughs> And which, so so you're probably wondering, why is Ultraman Nexus here? 
Well, because you know how Max showed up because it was his 10th anniversary? Yeah. This year, or when this episode uh, debuted, it was actually the 10th anniversary of Ultraman Nexus. Huh. Final episode. Oh, okay. Because Ultraman Nexus kind of got canceled. Oh. Wow. Basically, poor ratings. It just wasn't doing well. It just, they were going for a more darker tone, but it was airing at like, I think it was like too, like too early in the morning, like at a kid showtime. So like it, that didn't help. Uh, people just weren't into it. So the show got canceled after like 30 episodes or something. 39 episodes or something. And then Max took its place. Oh, okay. Because, like... Because Max is more, like, straight to basic. Cause, yeah, okay. Because, like, I like Nexus's design. I think it looks really cool. He looks, he's, like, different from all the other ones. Yeah, he has, like, he has more of, like, a samurai look. Yeah. And also, I swear to God, every time he, like, jumped up to, fl- like, to fly, it was literally the sound effect of Han's DL-44 blaster. Like, <laughs> like every time he flew, it just you hear that sound. So okay, so that's an yes, that's an interesting fact that like that was the that's why you know, just yeah, it's just oh, hey hey, it's next, it's the last Nexus host. So then yeah, so they go back and like Tachimana just like immediately just goes to like Kamiki and just be like, you need to suspend me, like. I, I I jeopardized everything that we were doing here to go save my family. The civilian was fine that you saved, so everything's perfectly fine. Yeah, like Daichi Daichi was just like was like you did nothing wrong and like Kamiki was even like You wanted to save your family, your family was in danger, I understand. But then so yeah, so Captain Kamiki mentions what Tachibana is thinking. She thinks she's gonna abuse his power now. Uh-huh. Or she fears that she will abuse his power. Yeah. Of instinct. And then, and then they come to, like, Tachiba comes to the realization just being like, oh, so that must mean someone's transforming into Ultraman X. No, it's not like we haven't met three Ultraman already yeah. who have a host. Yeah, because they even mentioned, like, uh, they mentioned Ginga, Mac. Ginga and Victory just being like... And Max. And Max. And it's like, yeah, they all had, like, Hosts and they transformed into Ultraman, so that must mean X transforms from some from somebody. <laughs> I wonder who transforms into X. Just Daichi in the corner. Probably somebody who's really cool and into Ashley. You, you, you just see like Dai, Daichi and just like X on the X device just going. <laughs> natural. There's no Ultraman X here. <laughs> just sipping on a drink. Yeah, sipping on it. Daichi, where'd you get that drink? Nowhere. Daichi, could you be Ultraman X? <laughs> <laughs> no. No! <laughs> Me? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bitch. I can't be Ultraman X. <laughs> I'm a lab guy. I'm a lab man. So, like, but Daichi does go up to Tachiba on the rooftop, in which she mentions how, like, I feel, like, a strong connection with this. Nexus. It was Nexus. Nexus. Which they don't call him Nexus until, the like, the very end of the episode. Yeah, where it's, it's like, 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 yeah, because, like, she, like, she's like, yeah, I heard, I heard him speaking to me. <laughs> so it's like um even X mentioned like X asked Daichi, it's like, so do you like did you feel this way when you when you became united with me? No, it just helped out my dream of coexisting with Kaijus more. Yeah. Because Captain Kamaki probably says one of the best lines in the show. If you had the ability to transform into an Ultraman, you'd probably not be thinking straight either. Yeah. 
And, like, honestly, I, I kind of go with, like, Tachimana, just, like, agree with her, just, like, you know, she was doing what any parent would do if their family was in danger. I'm, I'm trying to notice how both these episodes of Ultraman have the same have the same type of story about the parent doing, like, whatever it takes to, ha- to help their kid. Yeah. Not save, not, not protect, but help. Yeah. Because that's the number one thing you do as a parent. You mm-hmm. help your kid. Yeah, so so then, like, another Space Beast attacks. A bigger Space a big, Beast. A big Space Beast. <laughs> it's the big ones. So Tachibana, like, decides, okay, well, I'll transform into Nexus and, like, help out. Mm-hmm. So she does. And then just takes them to a pocket. Like, apparently Nexus has the ability to go into a pocket dimension. Which, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That, that way it's like, there, now we can fight here and not worry about the city. Yeah. There are a lot of city shots in this episode as well. From yeah. Like, from, like, the sky point of view. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone's deployed, like, even, like, the Mischetti, like, they're, like, they see, like, the bubble, and they're just like, what the fuck is that? What like, so then, like, X, uh, Daichi helps out, too, he transforms to X, and so, like, Nexus and X are teaming up, and it's pretty cool. It's a cool fight. Yeah, it is a cool fight. And then yeah. we also get, we also get, uh, Nexus's, like, uh, red form. Yeah, um, Junus. Um, Junus. Yeah. Okay. Where his blue form is, get this, Junus Blue. Junus Blue. Original guys. <laughs> well done. But, um, Daichi goes into Exceed X, in which he doesn't, uh, doesn't do what he usually does, just fucking fires the, uh, the X Slugger shot. Yep. Where, uh, Ultraman Nexus does his finishing move called, uh, I don't know if I can actually find it, uh, the Overray Scro- Scrotum. The scrotum? He's <laughs> scrotum. Scrotum. <laughs> I think it's the wrong word, but... Nope. It's actually what it's called? Yeah. It's called the over-ray scrotum? The, the, oh, the cross-ray scrotum. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not the... No, it's the... Trom. Scrum. Yeah, I don't think no, it doesn't spell scrotum, it just looks like scrotum. Anyways. So yeah, so they defeat the space beast and then just like the Nexus kinda just bails. He just fucks off, but like like he gives a message to Tachiban to tell Daichi because she's like, I feel like this was meant for you. Like, don't give up. Never give up. That's it! Ultraman Nexus is a member of the Gal Rangers! <gasps> Never give up! Oh my god! Um, so then, uh, yeah, and then it just ends with, like, apparently Daichi's mom trying to contact Daichi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a subplot at the beginning of the episode where Daichi was listening to, like, the universe at night on the rooftop, in which, in the morning, X was like, oh, yeah, I heard a strange signal, maybe we should decipher it. It's like that episode of Futurama where just, like, Bender gets, like, hurled into space, and so, like, Fry and Leela, like, go to, like, the giant, like, the biggest, mm. like, telescope, and just, Bender! 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 Which they've Bender! been looking for weeks. Yeah, it just, like, like Fry hasn't slept or anything. And what, just... Like, Bender met God? Well. well not... God. God. Some, some cosmic being. Yeah. We just called God. Oh no, they must have gotten into the nuclear arsenal stashed away in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was great. But yeah, it's just... But anyway, the, the episode does end with the with the uh, strange sound waves being deciphered, and it is 
Daichi's mother. Yeah, and then just you used to see Daichi just kind of like walk into frames, freeze frames. I was like, eh. it's fucking. <laughs> and thus that leads into the finale of Ultraman X, <gasps> in which everything will finally be explained. Okay. By Taker and Chiaki. <laughs> There's an alien coming. <laughs> Why would I even pay you? I don't get paid. This is an internship. They're always in their chairs. They don't go anywhere. You know, if I do die, can you two just stand up and switch seats? Fuck off. No. (laughs) That's a million ways to die. They're like the the Hitchcock and Scully of fucking Ultraman. (laughs) They don't leave their desks. No, they never leave their desks. They're like, just, yeah. And they're like secretly like the best, like, Zeo officers. One shot. But like, like, Kamaki doesn't like want to like uh, discredit the other ones, like dis disencourage discourage them. So it's just like it's like no, you guys stay right the fuck here. Don't don't tell anyone that you're like the two best officers you have. And it's like you just read everything that's on the computer. Okay. <laughs> they're like they're like a top secret duo that go on like the most like fucking dangerous missions, but they like never know. <laughs> Seriously, why have them around? They've done nothing. <laughs> Oh no, they're just. This is episode 20. We need someone to say, oh, the entire Thunder Energy's meetings are fucking through the room, man. Come on. Just. Just, Again, why do I even pay you? You don't pay me. This is an internship. Well, you're fired. You're you're uninterned. You're uninterned. Anyways, let's get on to SSSS Grid, man. Woo! So, episode seven, Scheme. There's not much to say about this episode, honestly. It was kind of boring. There's a giant sky in... There's a giant city in the sky. It was pretty much just Yui going to kind of spin. So, you're a god? Yeah, I'm a god. Okay. Oh, this is Alexis. All right. Yeah, what the fuck? I didn't think he could take, like, a physical form. It was weird. Who said he never had a physical form? Yeah, I guess so. I just always thought he was in the computer. Oh, freaking, it's like Kevin Feige recently. It's just, just, oh, why didn't Fury hit the pager now? Who says he hasn't hit the pager now? No, Feige, that's bad writing. Go to the room. You're grounded. You're grounded until endgame. Uh-huh. Um, Piece of shit. So... Yeah, this episode was, yeah. It was, eh, like... Especially so, with me watching it at 3 o'clock in the morning. So, like, you, yeah, because, like, Yui, Yui was, like, trying to tell, uh... Tell, like, Rika and them, just, uh, like, oh, like, you know, this little girl who's a kaiju told me, like, she's a god and stuff like that. And, like, these kaijus, like, reset the city every single time. And they're like, uh-huh, Yui, sure. Why do you not believe him now? Or Utah. I don't like saying Yui. Yeah. Utah. Just... Every other time, they believe Yuta and all the kaiju and stuff. Oh, a kaiju girl told me. Nah. No, and then Max has to be the one to just be like, oh, no, it's true. I was there. I was there, guys. Like, it, it did happen. Yeah. Oh. So then, like, Akane, like, meets up with Yuta and just, just like, hey, let's, let's, let's talk about stuff. And then this weird scene where, like, like, Yuta comes home, and sh- she's in his room. Yeah, Kanye's in his... 
and then starts like hugging his pillow and be like oh he smells like you and trying to be all like seductive and stuff to him and she's just like we should we should be allies and he's like we should be allies while she's like curl like hugging the pillow you want to join me and I was just like like, I I, I was she meant sex she wants the grid dick she's like 15 the grid dick no. Anyway, so it was weird. Got access flash that. Stop, car. Anyways, so it was protection. So obviously she was just doing that to try to like convince him to like join her side, but he was like, he's like done for all the fans to make their rooms now painted white. Yeah, but like he's like he's obviously like no, no. So then she takes him out to like this Chinese restaurant and she orders like a bunch of food. And then he's like wondering, he's like, oh, is it poisoned? Like, is it poisoned? Dude, the guy just made it. Then again, she could have. Could have poisoned it. No, could have created, could have redesigned this place to make it all poisonous. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It, the best scene in the episode, though, is this. While Yutsu's at school, Auntie's there and he starts running through the hallways. Like chasing him. But again, the lack of music for this anime. So it's just, you just hear him running. If there was like any, com- like, there should have been like some comical music in there. Be like, like, like a Billy Hill theme type of thing where it's like, oh no, get away from me. And like, just voiceovers because like, don't have money to animate an actual chasing. Mm-hmm. But no, just, just anti shows up and he's like, oh, I don't care about you. I just want Gridman. Then why did you try killing him? Last week, oh well, because because Akane, because because he was convinced a- afterwards that he's not Gridman. You want Gridman, but he knows that to he has to get Yuta to transform into Gridman if he wants to fight Gridman. So then, like Yuta accidentally spoils. It's like it's like well, he only Gridman only comes out when there's kaiju's. Shit, huh? Kaiju's, huh? Runs off, runs back. Takes fucking... Taking your lunch. Takes you to food and fucking away. So then Akane's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And it's like, oh, I was trying to kill Gridman. I need you to make a kaiju so I can fight Gridman. Shut the fuck up. You don't tell me what the fuck to do. And like steps on... like hit, boots him. Boots him in the head and then steps on his food. And as your reward, you get boot to the head. Um. So yeah. And then like this weird like spaceship thing fucking shows up. But it's like weird. Like Alexis shows up in the restaurant, and just not even like the the restaurant guy like acknowledges him. And I'm just like, what the? Fuck? Oh yeah, the restaurant they're at is like from episode two. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a remember that volleyball chick that I nobody yeah. remembers. Yeah, that was her dad. Yeah, no. You to find stuff from Akana. It's like that. That's why you've been doing this. Like that's why you killed those people because she crushed the lunch you were giving me. And she's like, yeah, I hated it. And I'm like. You, like, what the fuck, lady? You're fucked up. You're making Dan Carollo look like a better god. <laughs> god, don't say things you can't take back. I never said he was a good god. I'm just <laughs> saying compared to her. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, so this weird, like, UFO thing shows up, and so, like... And just, just Alexis, like, because, like, um, you just, uh... Like, X's. Yeah, pr- uh, primal, primal acceptor is going off. And just, Alexis is like, what? Make anything? Oh, no, it's just, um, Akane's just like, oh no, sit down and eat. And then, like, Alexis is like, oh, if you want to go check, go check. 
Yeah, but Connie's like, I didn't make anything, and then she just like walks outside. She's like, Oh, what the fuck's that? The fuck is that? Oh yeah, Auntie went to your room and made a kaiju so that he can go fight Gridman. Um. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, they fight. So yeah, so Gridman like uh, fights this fights the space space destroys thing. it, but then like it keeps like regenerating itself. And that's and it's like, oh, let's send out Bore. It's like my attacks won't do anything. Send the flag. Send the hey, who, who hasn't gotten the chance to show off their form yet? They're just sitting there. They're all just staring at. We mean you, jackass. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Sky Veta. Like it's the Sky Biller. Like yeah, Sky Bitter. So, uh, yeah, so he goes and then he uh, transforms into Sky Grid Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty. It's it's pretty much pretty much Jet Combat, but like on Grid Man. The, the, the crappy version. Also, like they make it, they make a funny mention where just like uh, it's like it's like oh yeah, like Shikani makes like these kites from her heart or whatever like that. It's like what the hell? That's weird. And like, uh, Itsumi's just like, well, that's how it works in the Ultra series. It's just, what anything's possible. Yeah, it's like what? No, you know what's a really dick move Itsumi does? Like. It's like, oh yeah, like it's like no, and like because Rika's just like, oh, there's no way Connie would be like into kaiju. She's like a high school or whatever like that. And then Utsumi flashes back to when she was like, they were talking about kaiju. She's like, she's like, yeah, no way. I'm like, you fucking dick. You just want that pussy. Guys, that's so stupid. He's thirsty. So, anyways, yeah. So then Auntie like shows up, and he's just like, Great man! Like he can fly now, apparently. Oh yeah, because Auntie always had the ability to like copy moves. Oh okay. So which he was just copying Skyjet Man, or Sky Gridman. What happens if he like copies like Gridman and then just like turns into Gridman or something? What do you think Grid Knight is? Oh. Have you not noticed that he and Auntie are the same colors? Oh fuck. That's true. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Green Knight yet. Anyways, so yeah, so they fight, and like, uh, he does this cool, like, attack called, uh, I think it's like Laser Circus. I, I didn't write it down. It was four o'clock in the morning. I was just rushing for the final Jesus. fight. So, but it was a pretty cool fight, and then, yeah, so they just, like, the, the UFO ends up taking, like, a physical form, like a kaiju form. Oh, no, just the. The UFO was just a disguise because the actual oh. kaiju was up in the air. Oh, okay. Like, and as they keep flying up and up, that's when they see the grid city. And up in yeah, the sky. and it looks like the the city that we see like in Gridman episode. Yeah, in the original stuff. Gridman. Yeah, so I was like, that's cool. And they're like, "What the fuck?" It's... Whoa! What there's is nothing. This there's nothing outside the city or whatever. Like, yeah, there's that. nothing there. It's all gone. Yeah. Because we didn't we didn't bring that up in last week's episode. Just when they were riding the train. There is nothing outside the city. It was nope. just nothing but fog. Yep. Um, cuckoo. Cuckoo. Yeah, so then Akane is like furious with Auntie making a kaiju, and then like especially going into a room, which uh, then like she kicked like Alexis the screen Alexis was on, and so like now she just has a he has a she has a cracked computer monitor. So Alexis is like, Don't worry, I'll go take care of him. And by take care of him, he means I'm gonna cut out his eye. Or, like, punish him. Or punish him. Which, yeah, like, so, he took, like, his buzzsaw yes. weapon and just, like, slashed him in the face or something. Yeah. And Auntie just ran off. Yeah. And he's looks just like, Haha, bitch. <laughs> and that was, kind of, that was kind of it for uh, this episode. That's pretty much it. So, like, nah. We, we still got, like, four episodes, like, four or five episodes left, so. Five. Yep. Three up. And the last three were all talking at once. Yep. 
With hopefully Redcaster. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, so yes, that's it. So this episode was eh. I I can kind of <laughs> I'm kind of starting to see what you mean, Gar. Oh, where it just it kind of just doesn't drags t- on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, like how Vit didn't even want to fight. So it's like it's kind of sad that we got this form just just for the sake of we have to get it out. Buy our toys. Buy our toys. And I just noticed that the notes for this episode was just one page. Yeah, that's how much you don't care. <laughs> that's that's how much I didn't care. It was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And like like I watched like the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, oh shit, I have to do notes, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah. So this has been episode seventy two. I'm the Ultraman. Gotta love me. <laughs> You'll think of a thumbnail. I'll think of something funny. Uh, maybe like just like Nexus with the fucking can of flag on it or something. You know what? Yeah. There you go. I got it. Just it's gonna be the can of flag in the background with Ultraman Nexus being like, yeah. Yeah, in his red form. It it, oh, in his Junus form. In his Junus form. Okay. Re- gotta represent Canada, baby. So this has been Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, everyone. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.